Mic check one, two, one, two. All right. I had to just make sure that everybody could hear me. What's going on? Uh, first of all, let me just introduce myself to everyone. My name is Phoenix Rose. Um, I decided to just, you know, do this podcast because I have a lot to say about a lot of different things. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, you ever been in that situation where it's like, People are always consistently apologizing for the things that they say, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I used to be one of those people, and now I'm just not one of those people anymore. I'm not going to apologize for what I say. Hence, the show, Unapologetically Me. So anybody who I even just guessed with, like, bring on here with me is not going to have a filter. Nine times out of ten. But that's not what it's about. Um, but unapologetically me, like I said, once again, it's just I have a lot to say about a lot of different things. And I'm not going to apologize for what I'm going to say. Um, I do carefully think about what I'm going to say before I say it. But eh, some things might just actually slip out. Um, but, you know, unapologetically me, let's see, you know, what let's, you know, talk about here. But today, uh, it's the beginning of the new year is 2019. Um, you know, today is January 6th. Uh, it is actually one of my really, 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 I, I don't even want to call her my best friend, but, um, she is more than that. She is like a sister to another, you know, from another mother to me. Uh, her name is T better known as queen T. Uh, today is her birthday. So shout out to her. Um, she's definitely one of those people who always gives me straight love support with anything and everything I do, even if it sounds absolutely ridiculously crazy. Um, but she, you know, she is celebrating another year of life today and, you know, happy birthday tea to you. Many, 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 many more blessings and birthdays that we will be able to celebrate. Unfortunately, I'm not with you right now to celebrate your birthday, but, um, I was with you last year and that was like an epic, epic, epic event there. But every year that you make it to see another year is considered to be epic. So we're coming into this new year. Everybody got resolutions and things that they want to, you know, accomplish. And that's all great. That is, that is a great thing. You know, I'm all for, you know, the betterment of oneself, that's what we'll call it, the betterment of oneself. I'm always looking for the ways to improve. You can't you can't do anything but improve. You have to become a much better person. There's too many pricks out here that, you know, it's just too much. Just just be a better person. Be nice. Be kind. There's no need to, you know, just be evil and all that other stuff. I just don't understand that. But um I want to talk about um surviving R. Kelly. Now, if you don't know about Surviving R. Kelly, it is a six-part documentary about the women who have survived the um, physical, mental abuse um, given by a singer, songwriter, legendary um, R&B singer, R. Kelly, better known as Robert Kelly. And I waited to voice my opinion about this documentary, I wanted to see all six parts and, you know, hear 
um, from, you know, all these women and, you know, hear about their, you know, experiences and things like that. And the documentary, um, you know, basically it, it, you know, involved all these women that, you know, he had something, you know, sexual encounters with and including um, his his now ex-wife, Andrea Kelly. If you don't know her, she's a dancer. She's a phenomenal, phenomenal dancer. Um, and this documentary, I mean, I, I sat there watching it, looking like the shocked emoji face because I could not, I just couldn't believe that there is an individual walking this earth who has such great potential in an influence in the music business. I mean, doing all these horrific things to these young women and we're not talking just, you know, um, you know, like you're of age. I mean, he's, he was messing with these girls at like 14, 15 years old. And it's, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise, but if it, in case it is some time ago, like almost 11 years ago, I believe it was about 2008. Um, the sex tape came out or maybe it came out before that. I'm sorry. I don't have the exact years, but right now, you know, but Everybody knew about the R. Kelly, like, triple X um, sex tape. And it's the sex tape, the infamous sex tape of him urinating on a young girl. She's clearly 14 years old. And if you don't know about it, if you want to Google it, that's on you. I don't, I'm not encouraging that Um, because that's disgusting. Um, but he is urinating on a young woman or young girl in this in this this video and what came out was that it ended up being singer uh songwriter Sparkle's niece if you don't know Sparkle go ahead and google her i'm sure she's everywhere right now especially with the documentary um just airing um last week here um surviving R Kelly Um, But that is her niece. And um, eventually the sex tape, you know, it it did get leaked. It was out. It was selling on the streets. I mean, people were buying this. And it's, I'm so disgusted. And like, I was an R. Kelly fan. Like, there this man could make a song about a tree and it would be like a number one hit. He could sing about the trees, the birds in it with grass and in the yard growing. And it, it would be a hit because he was just that talented. I mean, he made up a song about you remind me of my Jeep, like just, I mean, hit after hit after hit. And now it's like you you watch this documentary in this six-part series and you hear these, you know, painful, horrific stories and events that have happened to these young women. And you cannot help but sit there and think all these songs 
that you've made, and majority of them are very sexual. I mean, he's that's who R. Kelly is. Is a very sexual type of person. You can't help but think, damn, are all these songs about these 14-year-old girls? Like, yo, 50, like, dude, this is, this is, this is nasty. It's, it's nasty. Like, I, I can't even, like, I, I took all those songs off every playlist I have. I just, I, I cannot listen to those songs. And, I cannot believe that for so long that this man has gotten away with what he has gotten away with. And I, I, and I know us, you know, just in, even just in the black community, we want to hope and wish that this is not true. You know, that, you know, when the allegations first came up about, you know, some time ago about the child pornography and, you know, when he was, you know, having a relationship with Aaliyah, who, you know, the late Aaliyah, um, it, it just, man, he, who that, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, we would hope that, you know, okay, you had this fling with Aaliyah. It is disgusting. It's nasty. Okay don't let that happen no more. Like, just don't, don't do that no more. And he, you just, I don't know. Like it, 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 I didn't know anything about R. Kelly until I got, you know, older, of course, and I can understand why, but you know, you, you don't know about these things until you start hearing about, you know, more and more and more allegations. And as those, you know, allegations came out, you know, he's consistently talking about, you know, he's denying all this stuff. Man, I mean, I, I know we would hope that, you know, this wasn't something that, you know, someone of, you know, his his status, um, you know, being such a such a great influence in the music industry would do. But this there's there's no getting around this. There's like no getting around this. Like there's, there's so many women and so many stories and everything is lining up. I mean, they all have the same, this almost the same type of story. The experience of course is, is definitely different, um, for them, but it is, you know, for every, you know, every different individual there. But, um, at the, at the end of the day, like there's, there's no way you can get around this. There's, there's no way you can sit here and say that you did not do something because you did something. You did something enough to the point where there are all these women coming out and they're saying all these things and all these, um, things you made them do, uh, things that, um, you, you did to them mentally, things that you, you know, did to them physically. It's, it's a lot like, I mean, ruined ruined young girls lives for a certain amount of time it is unbelievable unbelievable and you know for him to have all these people around him he got too many yes men and he needs some nah man this ain't cool you need some help you are a very sick individual and we need to try to help you you know get from out of this but he's he's you know his camp is full of yes men 
And I don't know if they're afraid to like lose their jobs. Obviously, they got something got to be going on. You may maybe they're afraid to lose their jobs. I, I don't know what's going on, but it's not right and it's not cool. And if any of them happen to come across this podcast that I'm doing, it's not cool because you are helping him do these horrific things to these young women, and and they're so impressionable because you know. You, you got these dreams that you you want to achieve. And here's this person who's telling you that they can help you elevate yourself to the next level professionally. And he's taking advantage of that. He is taking advantage of that. He is taking advantage of these young women. He is disgusting. The people in his camp, y'all are just as bad. Just as bad. If you know what's happening and you are not helping these young women get out of that situation or you're not even helping him get the help that he needs, because this is sick. This is real sick. When you sitting here and you are literally going out purposely and you are destroying people's lives like you are sitting here mentally abusing and physically abusing these women. You have children. You have children. How is it that you can sit here and do this to someone else's child? You have no soul. There's no way. Like you absolutely have no soul to sit here and you could wake up every day and be fine and be okay with yourself with these things that you are doing to someone else. I mean, if y'all watch the documentary, you can see the pain and you can hear the hurt in these young women's voices and their faces as they are reliving those moments in their lives. The parents that are looking for their children, you can see the hurt, you can see the pain. It is absolutely ridiculous that there is a man out here who got people helping him achieve and helping him just do these things. This is absolutely crazy. I could, sitting there watching it, literally, I told y'all I was sitting there and my face looked like the, the surprise face emoji. Cause I, I like literally, and it was from the first episode, but by the fifth episode, I was literally in tears because I could not believe the, the pain that this man has caused to not only these young women, but to their families. I mean, he, it, it's like he, he's, he purposely set out to destroy these, these families you know, and I just I happened to look at his his uh his Twitter page because I I don't follow him. Gosh, I I cannot. But I just happened to see because I was I was curious to know how many followers he still had. And according to Twitter, he still had a million followers. 
One million followers. Now, I don't know if it's just because maybe some of these people have fallen off the face of Twitter world and they really don't pay attention to Twitter or if the or if those one million followers are still actively following R. Kelly. But he was posting the fact that he's dropping new music. Why are you dropping new music? I can't do it, sir. I can't listen to you. I don't want to listen to you. I can't listen to the old stuff that are you know considered to be classic because I, these songs... It, Dude, it's about how I feel anyway. It got to be about you having, you know, these, you know, sexual interactions with these young women. It's it's disgusting. I, I cannot do it. I can't do it. I just feel like you should never be allowed near a microphone, near women, near people, period. Like, you need to be, like, literally thrown under a jail thrown under a jail like just oh man I couldn't even imagine it I could not even imagine myself even being in that situation because I my mom would probably be like how they are like ready to just like destroy this man and I'm ready to like I just don't understand like how this person could do this to people and he has children. He has, he has daughters. I, I don't understand how he could do this and he's okay with it. He's so okay with it that he's like, yeah, I'm just going to drop new music. I'm a, you know, I'm a deny it. And you know, my true fans are my true fans and you know, it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that. Yeah. But half of these women that were on this documentary were your fans. Half of these women were your fans. They knew who you were. They were number one R. Kelly fans and you destroyed their lives. And you were like, and, and you have no remorse. You have no remorse. You have no soul for, for what you have done to these, these women and their families like, I just, I don't understand it. Like, I, I think it's something that, you know, I definitely think it's a documentary that everyone should watch and you should be watching it with your, with your, your daughters and your sons. It is something that it's uncomfortable. Yes. But it's something that does need to be addressed. It's something that needs to be talked about because we as a society like to throw things under the rug and keep it under the rug. Because if we keep it under the rug, we don't have to deal with it. But eventually, you're going to put so much stuff underneath that rug that there's not going to be room to hide it. It's going to start to spill out. It's all going to start to spill out. These are conversations that you need to be having with your children to stay away from people like this. You, It's it's uncomfortable. I know it. You have to watch it. It's it's an uncomfortable watch. And I know that because it, it was uncomfortable for me. But it's definitely something that I feel like everybody needs to 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 see. It is something that everybody needs to see. I mean, it, you know, hear out these women. Hear their stories before you sit here and you judge them and say, oh, they're just after a check. The man ain't even got no money. He's not, he's not bulked. It's not like, you know, he's got sold out shows happening. Like, I mean, you're talking about somebody who 
within the last year, he's lost uh, two his two homes in Atlanta. I believe that's what they said. And he's not really, he's not, nobody's checking for him. At least in my opinion. I mean, I I was never one of them people that was like, yeah, let me go to this R. Kelly show. But I'm, I for damn sure don't want to go to no R. Kelly show now. Like, you know, I was all I was kind of sketchy about him before, and I'm like, okay. I mean, if you did that, I just hope it ain't got nothing to do with your music. But now it's like when you look at it, you can't help but think that it got something to do with his music. You can't help but think that this is something that has to do with his music. And his career just continued, continued, continued to elevate. And I just, I, it is beyond me. Because, you know, during the trial, he was releasing music. And the music was hot. That, I mean, that was just, the music was hot. It was being played on radios, radio stations. It was it was everywhere. But now it's like, yo, he needs to be stopped. He needs to be just dead stopped. Like, he needs some accountability partners in his life. And the people that are around him are his yes men. And he needs some nah men. Like, he does. He needs... He needs some people that's going to, and it, and if y'all ain't going to help him, which I think is terrible, but if y'all ain't going to help him, then y'all need to help them young women get away from him. Don't bring more women to him. Don't ruin anyone else's life. Enough lives have been destroyed because of him. Something needs to happen. Something needs to happen and it needs to happen rather quickly. So I know this first show was like heavy, um, but it was definitely something that I felt like, you know, I like I said, I got something to say and I was going to say it. Um, You know, I don't want this to be something that's traditional. Like the show is there is no topic that is off the table. We could talk about sex. We could talk about relationships, career, whatever. It just doesn't even matter. There is nothing that is off the table. So. You know, speaking about, you know, R. Kelly and destroying lives, you have Trump who has shut down the government. And if the government stays shut down for a certain amount of time, it is possible that we may not get our tax refunds. I don't have time for these games. I need my money. That's just plain and simple. I'm just going to be honest about it. I need my money. I work very hard and <laughs> Um, I've had a lot of taxes taken out. I just would like to have my, you know, my money. I got plans for that money. Um, and that's just what that is. But, you know, you're, you're, there's a president in place right now that I feel like is not, you know, really thinking more so about the American people. Um, is this my opinion? That's what it is. I just feel like, you know, everything he does is about his ego. I don't think that there's anything that he's actually doing that is, you know, looking to benefit the American people. Do I feel like we need safety? Yes. Yes. But you are talking about building this so-called quote unquote wall and you made this promise and you have no idea where this money is coming from. But the money is actually going to end up coming from us because you were telling everyone that you were going to make a whole other country pay for a wall that you want. And I don't know if people thought about this, but I thought about this. How, 
how was that ever going to happen? How were you going to make another country pay for something that you want? I didn't understand that. I didn't understand what his, what his tactic was, what his plan was, but I do believe that what he did was he fed on the fear that is of some American people. Maybe even a lot of American people, maybe even a lot of Americans, but he fed on that fear. He fed on it. And I, th- and that was used to his advantage. I mean, he clearly took advantage of the fear that maybe even a lot of Americans have that people are going to come in here and they're going to do all this craziness to us and we're not going to have anything all that stuff. The country was running just fine prior to him coming into the office. Certain things were in place. Um, You know, the employment rating was up. Um, I I just, I, I feel like everything is about his ego. And he uses the fear of the American people to try to get what he wants. And it's, it's sickening. It is very, very sickening. I mean, when you sit in here and you talking about, you know, we're, we're just talking about R. Kelly and the way he's treated women. It's the same thing. Trump has treated women so badly. And it all came out before he was actually elected president. Yet he still ended up being president. So how is it that we are allowing these 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 people who are in these certain types of positions to elevate to a certain level of, I guess, for lack of better words, power. We're giving them the okay. We're giving them the okay. R. Kelly's dropping new music. You go out, you buy his music, you're supporting the fact that it's okay. It's okay, you can just go ahead, continue to drop new music, it's fine. Donald Trump. Groping women, grabbing things and just saying, saying certain things and doing certain things. And we are saying it's okay. So where does it stop? How does it stop? How do we make changes? What needs to be done? We need to better ourselves. We need to look at who we are putting in these positions and why we're putting them in those types of positions to do what they do. I'll never understand it. I will never understand it. It is sickening to see that there are, there are people out here who can do what they want, and yet they elevate higher. But they do what they want in the sense of where it harms others. Why? Why? Why is it that, you know, we do this? A lot of people feel like their votes don't matter. Your votes do matter. There's a lot of people who voted for Trump who now wish that they didn't even vote for him. Because you truly see what type 
of an ass that he really is. Excuse the language, but that's just what it is. You see what you allowed to have a certain amount of power. Because now it doesn't work for you. All that he said he was going to do for you, he can't do. And now you're upset. Now you guys don't, certain people don't want him in office. But there's, he still has a lot of supporters. He still has a lot of women behind him. Which is even more baffling to me, given the fact that he is degrading to women. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't I don't like this process. I don't like anything. I'm surprised he hasn't tweeted and, you know, stood up for R. Kelly. Or maybe he has. I don't know because I don't follow him either. To me, my president is still Barack Obama. That's who I still see as my president, even though I know he's not in office. But something needs to change. And something needs to change now. And it actually just starts with all of us. Stop supporting these, you know, people who take advantage of young women and feed off of your fears to try to get what they want. The change starts with us. So, well, that is the end of my first show here. Like I said, I know it was very heavy, um, but um, like I said, I mean, some shows will be, you know, lighthearted. Some shows will be a little bit more serious, but you know, it is what it is because that's life. We deal with life every day and I don't want to sweep things under the rug. Let's keep, uh, let's keep under the rug clean. All right. Catch you guys next week.